You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Payne.tv slash gold. You are listening to episode 164, part three. Now let's continue with this. Really important stuff, ladies and gentlemen. We're at uh, cities-today.com. It says, to protect data, so said Microsoft has committed to turning off logging on all requests and responses for pair. You see that there? So Microsoft has committed <laughs> to doing something techie to protect the data that Singapore is about to allow Microsoft and OpenAI to have access to. Now, would you trust your citizens private information with not just a company who received money from questionable characters like peter thiel and elon musk but also from darpa the united states government the department of defense and at the same time with a company OpenAI, who launched as a non-profit promising to provide AI to all the people, and then reneged on that, turned into a for-profit, partnered with Microsoft. Would you trust anything that Microsoft and or OpenAI is telling you? Don't worry. The information will remain private. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, folks. And I don't use the, uh, I have a bridge, I will sell you. I just don't use that. That old term, folks. But yeah, right. It says OGP is developing pair with Singapore's Smart Nation and Digital Government Office, SNDGO, and several other departments with a plan to roll out a public sector pilot with up to 150,000 officers. Now, they were talking about officers earlier. I, I. I think that's employees. So like 150,000 government employees are going to be operating on this system here, folks. I mean, this is insanity, but it is real. It is real. This is what I am trying to get across to you. Get ready to be talking to Glenda soon. It says SNDGO is also working to clear pair for use with more sensitive data, quote, opening up more use cases for officers compared to off-the-shelf alternatives, end quote. So more sensitive data. So if you're a citizen there in Singapore, at some point you agreed to give certain information to the government, other information they keep on you without your acknowledgement, uh, cooperation, or approval. Well, guess what? Now that's in the hands of Microsoft and OpenAI says, quote, we look forward to making this more widely available to more officers and deepening its capabilities in specific domains, end quote, so commented. So it's only expanding. He added that Pair is a model agnostic platform and other providers will be onboarded. All right. So this is, uh, 
This is something you should be looking out for, folks. I mean, if I were you, I'd poke around, honestly and sincerely, see if your city, your county, your state is going to be introducing this because it is going to be rolling out soon if they aren't already doing it where you live. Um, Also, you know, the big question becomes, how do you escape it? Can you escape it? Do you want to escape it? If not, then I'm providing you with information so at least you understand it, so at least you understand what you're living under. It shouldn't be a mystery to you anymore after you listen to this show. I think uh, I will give myself some credit. I think I'm doing a great job of actually explaining the world that we are living in. Uh, instead of just joking about it. I mean, I could joke about it, and it's fun to joke about it. Uh, but at the same time, we have to take some of this stuff seriously here. This isn't just a threat. It's not just theory. It's actually out there. Uh, this article continues. It says, Dubai claims utility first. Elsewhere, Dubai Electricity and Water Authority, D-E-W-A, has announced that it is working to enrich its services with ChatGPT technology supported by Microsoft. Now, ChatGPT apparently just shows up in November in the form that that we see or the form that you see if you're online, not Glenda. That's my own special tweaking there. Um, But you have ChatGPT supposedly now, you know, hitting the market, causing a storm by November. Now, Fast forward a few months, and all of a sudden, all these world governments are just going to, like, implement it? Come on, ladies and gentlemen. This, this was written in stone a long time ago. It says, the organization claimed to be the first utility globally and the first UAE government entity to use the new technology. Now, remember, we, we did a whole show or two shows on Dubai and the UAE and Dubai being a Big smart city, we went through that. Um, So I'm not going to talk about all that stuff again in depth. You can go back, find that episode. But it says DEWA intends to provide chat GPT technology through its digital DEWA subsidiary, Moro Hub, which offers digital and cloud services. The utility said its aim is to provide services supported by ChatGPT and employ it in serving customers and employees. So, as I explained to you, the chat box that you are interfacing with when you're dealing with these major companies, now they may not necessarily be powered by the OpenAI ChatGPT, but it's another chat box. There's been some pretty junky ones that have come out. Uh, over the years, the ones where you can really tell, or it asks you a series of prompts, you know, select A if you want to talk to a guy with a hat, select B if your problem is with your parking ticket, select C if you're not sure what gender you are and you need a government official to come out and check for you, you know, that kind of thing. Um, But no, now they're going to have generative AI actually speaking with you uh, in real time. It says, further details were not provided, but in the announcement, DEWA highlighted ChatGPT's advanced ability to interact with users through dialogue and learn and understand their needs and inquiries, as well as being able to write programming code and solve coding 
problems. Don't worry. Don't worry. No one's going to lose their job. You know, it would be great. It's not going to happen. And I hate to cheer on public unions, public sector unions, but because the public union bosses are all bought off and owned by the system, they're not there to protect labor. They're there to use labor as leverage to enrich themselves. Yeah, you know, Al Sharpton, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, the rest of these folks, they've been doing this for years. For years, all right? So they have a large group of folks that they supposedly represent, and then they use them as a threat. And they say, well, listen, if you don't put me on the board of OpenAI and pay me $4 million a year, then I could get the public sector folks to strike on you. All right, so this is what you're seeing here now because you would imagine the public sector folks would rise up. You would imagine that the voice actors, that the film actors, the commercial actors would be rising up. You would imagine the writers, the graphic designers, the video editors, and the other creatives would be rising up. No, they're not rising up because there is no actual people's union that represents humanity. It should be called humanity union. Uh, I wish I could be the leader of that, but I just don't have time to start it, folks. goes on to say, quote, Our collaboration with Microsoft is a translation of the vision and directives to benefit from digital technologies and artificial intelligence to improve performance and enhance people's lives. End quote, said Saeed Mohammed Altair, MD and CEO of DEWA. Quote, it also supports the Dubai 10 Times Initiative and our endeavor to contribute to shaping a new digital future for Dubai through digital DEWA, the digital arm of DEWA, uh, becoming the world's first digital utility to use autonomous systems for renewable energy and storage, end quote. Remember we were watching... Several episodes ago, a panel discussion at the World Economic Forum, and they were talking about the industrial metaverse. They were saying how everything is being scanned in the industrial world. They're basically building 3D computer model video games of everything inside the manufacturing plants, the utilities, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, And then eventually the folks that would normally work inside let's say a nuclear plant would instead be at their desk with a virtual reality headset on and a robot would be inside making changes to dials and gears and things inside the nuclear facility and the human would actually make the decisions and then the next stage is that the robot would actually make its own um, opinions known to the human and the human could accept them or not. And then eventually the human is out of the equation and the robot does it itself. So the human is being used to train the robot to replace the human. All right, well, this is what they're talking about here, folks, becoming the world's first digital utility to use autonomous systems. Autonomous systems like autonomous car, autonomous drone, self-driving self-flying no need for human intervention yeah that's what they're talking about bye-bye humans goes on to say quote we are also expanding the use of artificial intelligence and digital services end quote he added niam yazbek 
general manager of Microsoft UAE, uh, commented, quote, we applaud DEWA for their pioneering spirit and look forward to further exploring the possibilities of integrating cutting-edge technologies into their products to enhance their business services and customer experience, end quote. DEWA developed an AI roadmap in 2017, the same year it launched Ramus, an AI-powered, quote, virtual employee, end quote. By the end of 2022, Ramus had answered over 6.8 million inquiries, according to DEWA. You hear that? It says, DEWA developed an AI roadmap in 2017, the same year, okay, 2017, it launched Ramus, an AI-powered virtual employee. And over a five-year stretch, ending in 2022, it had answered over roughly 7 million inquiries. As I said, this isn't brand new, folks. It's been going on. It's been going on, and it is only going to get crazier and crazier, remember, our friend Khan there from Rockefeller Institute told us that we could be facing a dark, dystopian future. When I get back, we'll finish this up, and then we'll return to Khan as we work our way through artificial intelligence and how it has weaseled its way into your life. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dustin Gold of the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. To pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. All right, folks, let's wrap up this article. There's just so, I have so much information. So much intelligence for you very intelligent folks out there. My wonderful gold pillars. All right. It says here, benefits and risks. Advanced AI tools such as ChatGPT have raised many issues, including the potential impact on jobs and education, as well as possible misuse by bad actors. Now, let me just refresh your memory. I think this goes back to episode one. We're 164 episodes in. I don't know. Over 500 hours of shows. The bad actors are the people that are creating it, just in case you haven't figured that out. There is no possible misuse by bad actors. There will only be the proper use by the bad actors that create it, and the proper use is to control you, to have power over you, to crush you, to take away your liberty, your freedom, your privacy, your prosperity, and your autonomy. That is the truth. The people creating this are not creating it because they're trying to help you and they are good people. And we have to worry about some fat guy in the basement somewhere in Nigeria who's going to steal it and use it for bad reasons. The bad actors are the government, 
right? The governments around the world, DARPA, the CIA that funds all this stuff through their venture firm, NQTEL, you know, the DOD, Department of Defense, that's funding all the transhumanist cyborg soldier experiments, pushing money out all over the world. They've been doing it forever. We went back to MK Ultra Operation Paperclip. I mean, it's disgusting uh, what the governments do. But anyway, they send out their oligarchs, Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, Eric Schmidt, uh, Sergey Brin, the rest of these whack jobs. And uh, they go around the world and they do this. They are the bad actors, folks. There is not going to be possible misuse by bad actors. You know who would probably be considered a bad actor by them? Me. Because I just hacked together this little demonstration here so I could freak you out and try to drive you away from Glenda and ChatGPT. So I would be the bad actor. They'd say that I misused it. Dustin misused it. He created a creepy uh, robot lady. And uh, had her talking to the audience to show them that she lies, she gets things wrong, and, um, and trying to freak them out. So they tell their children and grandchildren to stay away from this stuff. So I, I would be the bad actor if the bad actors were pointing out and defining what a bad actor is. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. You're a bad actor for listening to me talk about it. All right, it goes on to say the market value of Google's parent company, Alphabet, took a dive last week when the Bard tool shared an inaccurate answer in an advertisement. OpenAI's chief technology officer, Myra Marathi, told Time recently that AI should be, quote, aligned with human values, end quote. Now, I know there's people out there, right, that are turning um, all their content in the discussion of ChatGPT into pointing out where it's inaccurate or it's biased. It, it's not a surprise. Now, I, I was showing you that it's inaccurate when we're digging into just detailed research that should not be biased. It's not political bias. When it's not telling you that Peter Thiel's invested in certain companies or he controls a robot AI lawyer company, that is either that it's intentionally leaving out information until you dig deep enough. I'm showing you that if your children and grandchildren are using it for research, uh, and even more than that, it's not just about school, it's about using it as a tool for everyday life, right? That it's going to get wrong answers, that this thing is an inten- is intentionally uh, lying about. As far as, you know, political bias, right, left, communist, fascist, all this stuff. I mean, to me, we are so far beyond that, all right? This, this system of technocracy, this worldwide culture of technocracy has advanced far beyond. It is a system of communism. Technocracy is just a technologically driven system of communism. Its goal is to, one, use the science of social engineering to drive people into it, to coerce folks into it. It's inclusive in that they say everyone has to be part of it. And it is about the systematic control, the means of production and the distribution of goods and services. That's communism. So it it is a communist system run by a technological infrastructure. Some people call that smart cities, smart villages, 15-minute districts. You you call it whatever you want. That's all part of the system. It is technocracy. It was laid out in 1919 and uh, really started to take shape, folks, 
uh, after the New Deal was passed. I mean, World War II was part of implementing the worldwide technocracy and the worldwide government. So we're in it. We've been in it a long time. You're just seeing a lot of the bells and whistles now, uh, more of the control mechanisms of this system. But it is a system that was planned out detailed a long time ago they just didn't have all the technology they used to try to operate it with ibm's uh, punch card system which we've talked about here actually i had a, a mini debate with glenda on ibm punch card system being the same as the smart city tech that ibm is building today all right final paragraph here quote it's important for open ai and companies like ours to bring this into the public consciousness in a way that's controlled and responsible. But we're a small group of people, and we need a ton more input in this system and a lot more input that goes beyond the technologies. Definitely regulators and governments and everyone else, end quote, said OpenAI's chief technology officer, Myra Marathi, in an interview with uh, Time. All right, again, again, folks, the governing bodies that will govern the governance of the system that these people created. All right, same nonsense that Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, and others talk about. Now, let's return to sociable.co. All right, and, and I could give you dozens more examples of governments that are starting to implement chat GPT. And companies that are, we'll eventually get into it because at least they'll provide you with a list of companies and governments and stuff to look out for. But again, it's it's going to be injected everywhere. So just keep your eye out for it and uh, try to stay away from it as much as possible. I'm going to pick back up. I'm going to back up uh, actually two paragraphs from where we left off in episode 163. So let's pick this up. It says the Rockefeller Foundation recently launched the $4 million Lacunda Fund aimed specifically at correcting the gaps and biases in data for artificial intelligence solutions in order, quote, to mobilize labeled data sets that solve urgent problems in low and middle income contexts globally, end quote. Quote, the Lacunda Fund is meant to identify where are there opportunities where we can fund labeled data sets that round out the training data available to algorithms so that those algorithms can train themselves and remove the bias, end quote, said Khan. So uh, this is the, the data sets that I'm telling you about. This is like the underlying data that the, let's say, artificial intelligence, in the case we're talking about chat GPT, pulls its information from. So what they're doing is, uh, putting together uh, all these different data sets and helping train AI to uh, not be so biased, folks, not be so biased, or to be biased in the direction in which, you know, the Rockefeller Foundation and the heads of all of this want it to be. Now, Rockefellers are big, all right? They control a lot of stuff. So we know we've got the state, we've got the Rockefellers. And again, the Rockefellers, just like on the small scale, Elon Musk and Peter Thiel, the Rockefellers would also not be allowed to exist without the cooperation of the state um, because the state can use force. They have a monopoly on force, military, police, guns, weapons, all that kind of stuff, courts. 
So they can stop you if they want to. It says, quote, COVID has laid bare a lot of the really deep and important problems, end quote, Zaya Khan said. All right, so this is where he's getting into some conversation on COVID, and this is where we left off in episode 163. So it says, as AI permeates every industry and facet of society, Bias will be a main issue to tackle, but moving beyond biases, this technology has the power to help make sure every human on Earth is fed, clothed, and sheltered, depending on how it's used and governed. Depending on how it's used and governed, AI can feed everyone. Now, ladies and gentlemen, How many shows did we do on the original founding documents of Technocracy Incorporated? And what were they promising people? That you would only have these 16-hour work weeks, that everyone would be fed, everyone would be clothed, and everyone would be sheltered. As long as you cooperated and you worked for the system, for the state, for the technate, art, Literature, music, creativity, not valued. Science, efficiency, and a streamlined process when it comes to the manufacturing of goods and the distribution of those goods and services were what was valued in the technocracy. So this is what they're talking about. Their tool, AI, my Glenda, their Jarvis, is going to run is going to manage, is going to govern this system, this technocratic system. Everyone will be fed, everyone will be clothed, and everyone will be sheltered. But humanity itself, individualism, this is in the original documents, individualism is not valued inside of this system. So we become a bunch of little lab rats living in a system where you are definitely fed, you're definitely clothed, you definitely have shelter, but you might as well be walking around in a mental institution because you have no freedom, and they will have you drugged up, whether through big pharma drugs, whether through radio waves they're emitting through the air, through the chemicals they're poisoning you with, through the water, through the soil, through the food, or whether it be... All the other drugs they're rolling out now, you know, legalized government pot, legalized government psychedelics. I know some people say it helps them, but you watch, you watch. You're not smoking something somebody grew in their backyard. You are smoking government drugs. Or whether it be through an AR or VR headset they strap on your head and could be combined with psychedelics. All right? So... You will be walking around mind-numbed in the system. You will have no personality. You will have no creativity. You will have no individualism. You will have no freedom. You will have no liberty. You will have no autonomy. You will have no privacy. All gone. All out the window. But don't worry, because you're going to be fed, you're going to be clothed, and you're going to be sheltered. Just like one of those monkeys inside of Neuralink's laboratories where they drill into the back of their skull, peel open the lining that covers their brain and shove a Neuralink inside them. Well, they dance around and they'll perform for a banana milkshake until 
they drop dead. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This is Dust to Gold with the Dust to Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 